0: Hi, Neil's Voice, speed it up, and welcome to Your Business Needs a Podcast.
1: Thanks, Neil's Voice, Normal Pitch and Speed. It's great to be here.
0: Today is all about guest interviews. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnos Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. Episode 3, The Guest. My guess is, if you've been thinking of starting a podcast, you're probably going to interview guests. I mean, it's the most common format that's used on all podcasts. Pretty much every podcaster is chatting with guests in some way. Even me. I'm chatting to guests on one of my podcasts. Oh, and I'm also chatting to a guest on here. Welcome once again, Neil's Voice Speeded Up. Thanks again, Neil's Voice Normal Pitch and Speed. If it's okay with you, I'd like to use you as a stooge for a bit that I want to do to demonstrate a point about podcasting.
1: I'm sorry, Neil's Voice Normal Pitch and Speed. Was that a
0: question? So rude. But Neil's Voice Speeded Up has a point. See, I did a boo-boo, a fairly common one. I posed a statement almost like a question and then I was surprised when my guest awkwardly responded with confusion. If you're going to be even a semi-decent podcaster this poses an issue of having something to edit. If you're an awful podcaster like let's be honest about it many of the other podcasters out there This means you're probably going to leave it in because that's really edgy and authentic and you swear at everything and you want to seem different by doing a show that sounds like you just don't care. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know what came over me there. I guess the constant frustration of listening to lots of really bad podcasters doing half-baked shows where they're not bothering to edit and then blaming it on edginess must have built up more than I'd realised. Anyway, back to our point. If you're going to sound any good, you're going to have to think about how your show sounds to the listener. And this includes the main question and answer section. Another common fault is asking a closed question. Here's an example. Neil's voice speeded up. I hear you're thinking of starting a podcast. Do you have a name for it? Yes. See what's happened there. You asked a question and you got it answered different people answer questions in different ways. Neil's voice speeded up isn't being a total armpit sponge with that response. He's simply responding in his own manner. He's probably a little bit lazy, to be honest, and his parents probably didn't like him very much. So he learned to avoid the pain of a terrible conversation by responding as quickly and succinctly as possible. Here's an alternative question that I might have asked. So Neil's voice speeded up. Describe where you are with your podcasting plans.
1: Well, Neil's Voice Normal Pitch and Speed, we finally got a name for it. It's called the Neil's Voice Speed It Up High Speed Show. And we're going to start recording some episodes and releasing them onto Apple and Google and Spotify and Stitcher.
0: Oh, cool. That's a really crap name. Sorry, was that a question? Another tip for producing shows which feature guests. Make a short list of bullet points relating to your guest rather than writing them out in full. This helps to avoid your questions sounding too scripted and also allows for you to dive in with a follow-up question rather than having to stick rigidly to a scripted set of questions. So, now we've established how to ask the questions, let's think about the questions to ask. What are we interested in about our guest? What do we want to know more of? Think about the questions that you'd want to know the answers to if you were a listener to your own show. Remove yourself, take yourself away from the closeness. If you're a business insurance podcast and I'm listening to you because I'm interested in finding out more about the world of business insurance, do I really want you asking questions of an HR company who are talking from the HR perspective? No, I want you to ask the questions I'm interested in knowing the answers to. So ask them. Don't pander to your guest plugging their business. Pander to your listener wanting value. Many podcasts book a big guest who's irrelevant to their space just because he or she has a huge following and will obviously share the show on their social channels. Yeah, don't do that. It would be akin to Heart FM airing a conversation with the Rolling Stones just because Mick Jagger said he was willing to share it on all of his social media. Your insurance podcast listeners would be short-changed. Sure, Great, millions of people may well become exposed to your content, but none of them will be interested in listening because, duh, HR talk, yawn. So not as interesting as business insurance conversations. Oh, and don't ever publish a chat which didn't go so well. Make your apologies and explain how the chat didn't fully meet with the requirements for being featured on your show. Remember, it's better to risk offending your guest that it is to risk disappointing your listeners and having them leave you. Don't let the marketing opportunity lead the content. Switch that around. I hope you got some value from that. Neil's voice speeded up.
1: Sorry, was that a question?
0: Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day.
1: Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day.
0: Friends Who Talk About Money, hosted by Claire Wasserman. Look, no one likes talking about money openly. So what better than a show that forces friends and family to gather around a microphone and discuss cash? Oh, by the way, this show is produced by a Boston-based wealth management business, handling everything from investments, insurance, pensions, and even corporate financial advice. And I know all of this because their podcast got me interested in finding out more about them. And if ever I bump into someone who's heading out to Boston and needs help with money stuff, I know who I can recommend to them. So I guess this podcasting for business thing kind of works, huh?
1: Like it or not, money is a factor in most of our relationships, whether it's splitting a check with friends or combining bank accounts with a partner. But for a lot of us, it's not easy to address the financial elephant in the room. I'm Claire Wasserman, writer, career coach, and now host of a brand new podcast from John Hancock Friends Who Talk About Money. It's a show where we take on the money taboo and celebrate the power of financial conversations in all their honest, awkward, and inspirational glory. Each episode will bring friends, families, and couples together to have a heart to heart about dollars and cents, their goals and fears, habits and histories, and even their deep, dark secrets. And we'll get advice from the experts about how to make money matters a little less stressful. From couples navigating a career change to families figuring out finances, now you can eavesdrop on all the money conversations you've been avoiding and get the motivation you need to start talking. Find friends who talk about money wherever you get your podcast.
0: The link in the notes. That's it for another episode. But it's okay. Episode four is coming. And in that one, we'll be covering editing. Yay! That thing that no podcaster seems to have a clue how to do. Until next time, see ya!
1: Pablo's Productions